your content specifically, I think that you have a very unique way of creating useful useful content that is also that is also that is also chill. You know, a lot of like yeah. the space that we're in, it's like people yelling at the camera. It's like you know, like that right. I feel like when it's I scroll down face. my timeline, all the shorts are in your face. And yours is more it's like in the cut. It's like it, there's a, it's a vibe to it. It's aesthetically pleasing, and mm-hmm. it's good information. So go while you're listening to this podcast, go check out Zach Kravitz on we're gonna say TikTok, Instagram, and YouTube. <laughs> Welcome to Creators Our Brands, part of the HubSpot Podcast Network, the audio destination for business professionals. I'm your host Tom Boyd, and today we're talking to my new friend Zach Kravitz. Zach, welcome to the Let's show. Let's go. Thanks, Tom. Thanks for uh, yeah, man. Letting me rip riff with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I, I and before we even get into it, I, I wasn't gonna hit on this, but I gotta ask: Are you still jacked? <laughs> no, I found a, I, I found a video of you. I found a video of you where you were swole, and I was like, I did not know that he was that swole. <laughs> I, was, I was swole for a very, very short period of time. No, it was it was a lifestyle for me. Um, yeah, yeah. Honestly, dude, that kickstarted my whole filmmaking career. Really. Was that was like, that video like documenting that experience? Yeah. What was it? The transformation video that you saw? Yeah, y- yeah, yeah, yeah. That 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 really started everything for me. Where I went from wanting to be a fitness YouTuber, super deep into fitness, and then you know became a personal trainer, took, was taking on clients, and then I realized that you know the fitness content wasn't really my cup of tea. I, I really enjoyed yep. just training and and getting jacked for myself more than helping other people do the same. Ah, and, yeah. And then I just, I became more obsessed with the camera because my videos were so bad. And then other fitness influencers liked my editing and then started hiring me to film their videos. And then that kind of kickstarted everything. Yeah. Bro, I love that story so much because that's how a lot of people kind of figure out what their strengths are they pick this like one project and like you had this project around building this around like your fitness lifestyle Mm -hmm. and you went all in on that and in the process you were like oh i'm a good storyteller and then the the signal from the world is people are saying can you do that for me and now there's like this me more reinforcement uh i think that's 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 uh that's neat so uh you in the process of of building the fitness channel you, you, I'm sure you're still the the one thing that I was curious about because like that was an impressive transformation, um, and it was cool and it was like it was really great the way you documented that. I feel like a lot of like fitness brands should reach out to you and like try to license that, uh, but <laughs> but that's another that's another thing. It's another but, conversation. But yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, what did you learn about your health and fitness journey that also applies to building an audience and creating online? Hmm. Wow, man, you're starting strong. What? Nah, that's me... all I do, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, for real. You, you said it before the podcast even started. You go right into the nuts and bolts. <laughs> yeah. What so, helped me? I just asked uh, you the most open-ended question ever. <laughs> yeah, like I, I gotta dissect this. Um. Yeah, yeah. I, maybe I could be more specific. I mean, all right. So, yeah. No, I could. I could go off that. I mean, obviously the lame answer but still true is consistency for sure yeah but i think i think the biggest thing is the identity shift that you have Um. to make so you know a lot of people i was actually talking to somebody else about this you know so many of the big time greats jocko david goggins you know they talk about discipline 
But in my opinion, I think, I think everybody has a short supply of discipline and really where discipline stems from the real fuel, in my opinion, is, is how you see yourself. You know, David yep. Goggins is David Goggins. You know, he wakes up as yeah. a person. Jocko is Jocko. You know, if you're, if you're an Ironman athlete, you are an Ironman athlete. You, you train a certain way, you know, you don't have to, of course, there, there are days where, you know, you don't want to wake up and go train, but because you identify as I am this person, you don't have a choice. You don't even think about it. So be identifying it for me, it was so easy to hit the gym. Now I find it difficult because I'm not, I don't identify as a bodybuilder anymore. Um, and uh-huh. so I need more discipline to, to hit the gym now. So it's funny how that, how that happened. <laughs> uh, to touch on the, you know, the identity shift, uh, that's something that, uh, resonates a lot with me. It's like around, like I'm the type of person, like if you're a creator, I'm the type of person that shows up every single day, regardless of what the audience is saying. I'm the type of person that puts in systems to to create and not consume. I'm the type of, you know, and kind of building out, like you said, for in your fitness world, the systems to become a full part-time, full-time creator, like whatever your goals are. Absolutely. That was a tough question, dude. That was tough. <laughs> dude, it was perfect. It was, it, I, uh, I totally resonate with that. I think that a lot of people, when they're starting their creator journey, it feels like you're like throwing you're like taking swings um and like there isn't even a picture there isn't even like a crowd like no one no one gives a, a, a freaking crap and so it's all on you to shift your identity before the world responds that's where everything stems from you got to ask yourself like one, one of the best questions that i love asking myself I, you know i'm in kind of a pivot right now so i'm having to go back and, and think about some of the things that got me to where i am today but I love thinking about, you know, you take out all of the noise, right? We're constantly fed just noise on social media. Um, and, and, and just also uh, just everyday problems, right? Money, you know, the fact that a lot of people are struggling right now and they have to make decisions based off of, you know, a certain amount of money that isn't quite enough to make them feel secure, right? A lot of people are dealing with that. And so because of those things, you might make poor decisions. You might not make the decisions you want as the person that has the business that you built already, that future business with the team and, you know, the support and, um, uh, you know, creators that are helping you create all the, all these things. So I love to ask myself, you know, if I did have a billion dollar net worth, and money wasn't an issue, social media didn't exist. So ego and status was, you know, kind of out mm. of the picture. Yep. What would I create for myself as an extension of my purpose? So, you know, I like to start that's my good. Ide- identity there, you know, and that's kind of what I'm doing now with this, with this pivot that I'm making is I'm going back to these foundational questions of like, what is it that I truly want to create? for myself that's a really really good question i love that as like an aligning question for you know as you're thinking about what you're sharing with the world and i i think i fell into some of that like and, and i think that could segue perfectly into short form content and where we think short form is going um but in the short form world like it's very immediate like oh people responded to this 
now I'm going to do more of this. And then that becomes right. this identity that you, this character that you keep having to show up and be. Uh, so tell me what your, your, your thinking is on sure form right now. Uh, because a lot is changing. A lot of these platforms are trying to catch up. Um, uh -huh. where is your current focus? Is that a focus, uh, or, or, yeah. and as you're, cause I know you, you, he, uh, and we, we, I don't think we were, we're recording yet, but Zach works with creators one-on-one. -on -one. He does, uh, coaching for content creators. Um, uh, so I'm sure some of this comes up, uh, like what is your mindset around short form? Should, should we be on one platform? Should we start focusing on YouTube? Is mm -hmm. it still TikTok? Like what? Like what is your thinking right now on short form? Uh, yeah, I don't. I'm I'm really curious to hear your thoughts too because I know you're you're deep into this, but I still think TikTok is just it's is the I still think TikTok is the future. It's kind of like determining what everything else is happening with the other platforms. I I still believe that, and I think TikTok, you know. You see one thing happening there, and then it happens on Instagram a month later. And so I, I like to just see what the the culture of TikTok is doing and, and have that be kind of my main study platform. But I'm sure you agree. there Everyone's creating the same shit these days. Um, it, you see a lot of the same stuff. People like, this... you know, the Dan, what's his name? Um, is it Dan Doe? Dan something Dan Coe. Dan Coe. Yeah. He creates those amazing yeah, dude. motion graphic illustrations. And it, um and then people are, you know, using that as an overlay for their videos. And I've seen, you know, maybe a hundred different creators doing the same video. It gets a ton of views, just fantastic. And that's a great, you know, if you're an influencer, maybe that's great. But if you are trying to transition to the business owner, which I think everybody should do. Um, you know, what is that audience going to buy from you necessarily? You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah. What are um, your real goals yeah. with like what that content is going to get, get you? Yeah. Ex yeah, exactly. It's, it's, you know, everyone is, is just playing the vanity metric game. I think a lot of people are in that that's their main motivator. And, you know, uh, I, I'd be lying if I don't get, if I, I, I do get caught up in that sometimes too, but um it's like why are we why are we building this audience in the first place you know and yeah i, I don't like i don't like doing the same what everybody else is doing you know i, I really like to just kind of you know zig while everyone else zags you know yeah and i honestly i think you've done a great job by doing that with your content uh you, you know uh i think that like that's true to you know what, what i've seen on your pages I think that there is, dude, a lot of the short form stuff, it's all becoming the same. And, it's all the same. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's all becoming the same. It's hard to create any, like, real relationship there. I mean, that's why, like, when you talk about, you know, if you had a billion dollars, this the podcast is it for me. Like, the podcast is my favorite, is is my favorite way to create by far. Hey. Uh, it, it's it's so much fun for me, you know, having these convos. I think the, the audience connects with it. Um it's it just it's just harder to reach a, a wider audience with a podcast with long form right. it's like it's just not that sexy but the short form uh you know it, it can pop off uh but it's like uh the where where my thinking is I, i've i keep i i want to a, a newer goal for me was around the youtube channel it was around uh and i think that you were pivoting there a little bit but it was still yeah. going short form and like kind of like with 
I think there's a lot of exciting energy around, you know, YouTube throwing a lot of money potentially to to creators like the YouTube fund. I think that they're going to figure it out. Like the one thing for me, like as a user of of of, of YouTube, like like going on the Shorts app, it's like it's not as like like for it's not as addicting as TikTok. And and as a creator, right. as a creator, like I, I, which I like as a consumer because I'm like it's easier for me to log off. But as a creator, like that's not an advantage. Right, <laughs> but I'm, right. That's uh, just a, a a a thing that I've been thinking about. Um, for Isn't my approach getting on, more on views YouTube. these days, though. On YouTube. Yeah, I feel I, I just keep and maybe yeah, I, I don't know. Dude, I keep seeing Gary no, no. talk about it or something, but it just yeah, feels no, like it is. It definitely yeah. is. But there's it's like it's so weird. Like I'll get one that's like three, and then th- literally three people watched it, and then, and then there'll be one like that's like very similar video, uh, thirty five hundred, uh, which is yeah. like still not crazy numbers. Uh, but like as I'm experimenting on it, like it's it's harder to be like, all right, why the heck did that one work? Why didn't it? But that's yeah. where my energy is, is like kind of create there first. And then yeah. since it's short firm, I kind of had this idea that vertical video is a platform in itself where, you know, all the social media, like you can make it once and it can, they're essentially all becoming, um, like they're all, they're all moving towards prioritizing short video. So if you make short video, right. you might as well post it everywhere, but there are like intricacies of each one. And for me right now, for some reason... I don't know if it's just because, like, I, I do feel a bit of, like, uh, I don't know. I, I feel like long-term, I feel like just because I want the podcast to be the, like, the main the content hub for me, that uh-huh. the YouTube channel is the play. Because then I can easily segue the shorts into the longer-form videos that are the podcasts. I mean, why not just do it all? I mean, are you... Yeah, exactly. You're, you're doing exactly. your TikTok. Yeah, I mean, I think, I think every platform is so different. And it's, yeah, of course, it's short form video, but they're all kind of looking for something different. And it's hard to explain because why does one video pop off on TikTok and another falls flat on Reels, you know? Like, what is that? I I know. Uh, My friend Sean, do you know Sean Olashin? Um, I don't think so. Sean, if I said... Olash, Sean, if I said your last name wrong, I'm really sorry. Sorry, Sean. Um, but 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 he's blowing up on Instagram right now. He's made he's getting like nine to ten thousand followers a day. Uh like oh, just wow. spazzing. Yeah. Wow. Uh and he's at like five hundred, six hundred thousand on, on Instagram now. And oh my gosh. he was blowing up on TikTok. He's posting the same videos to TikTok and they're not working. And then he's posting them to Dang. YouTube. And they're they're not really working, but Instagram is loving him right now, and <laughs> and uh, it's it, it is wild, and he's getting like crazy crazy brand collab offers, and it, it, he deserves like if you are a brand, he's a stud. Like he he make like I, I whenever a brand reaches out to me, I'm like yo, this is one of the creators that you should you should work with. He's he's able to make because he comes from a filmmaking background, but he's yeah. he understands the context of short form uh, videos, so he like kind of combines them. But he's also yeah. got a marketing background, so he can he can weave that in. But we're wow. going on a tangent wow. here. So so your right. your yeah yeah for, okay. So where you talked about a pivot? Can you tell me more about the the actual pivot and where content plays a role in that pivot? So like what the business was, what you're turning it into, or like yeah. where most of your focus is, and how you're able to do that. Whether it's like you're still doing the other business and you've delegated to a team. 
Like, yeah, where yeah. are you at with the with the, the pivot of your 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 world? Yeah. So the reason why I even pivoted in the first place was because you know I just I felt like there was something missing, and you know I'm I, I want to challenge myself. I, I don't think humans are meant to do just one thing for the rest of their life, and you know I'm still trying to figure out like what's that thing I want to pour my blood, sweat, and tears into for the next 10 years and have fun, you know? Like, we're, we're meant yeah. to create things for fun, you know? And, and, and so, actually build something. Like, yeah, build like something. that's something that I feel uh, missing a little bit from, like, just making content. Like, I, I, like, I want to build something and, like, have the content complement it. You know, not exactly. the content be the business. Exactly. Yeah. And, that, and most people have it reversed. Most people just focus all their time on the content and then they're like, okay, yeah. you know, now what? And What's then they're the in business? this kind of yeah, no yeah. man's land. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So we always want to start with the end in mind. Um, and we can get into that. But, you know, I I was helping content creators basically monetize their personal brand. And I was doing that through a group coaching course hybrid program. And um I will always be a coach just as a, you know, from uh the business and more mainly just fulfillment and a personal um, standpoint. Like I, I love helping people. Um, I want to provide tools and resources, but then I also wanted to do this other thing. And so I decided to scale that back and make it, you know, restructure it. So it's just not taking nearly as much time. And so I went from, you know, the group, course hybrid and transition to just one-on-one you know obviously higher price point um but just a lot less time and um and and now i'm i'm starting to transition into creating this physical product business this bag brand really no reason other than i've always wanted to do it you know i've done the digital product stuff i've done very well at that and again i will always continue to do it um but I wanted to, you know, create a new challenge for myself. And, you know, in terms of content, it's been, it's been, you know, it's kind of been tough for me to figure out what that transition even looks like. Like I'm starting to create, you know, more lifestyle content when it was mainly just business content. And so now I'm trying to combine the two together. How can I create lifestyle content, but then, you know, help people, um, you know, (laughs) build their email list or, you know, whatever. Um, and, and yeah. just kind of fuse the two. So I don't know if that really answered your question, but no, no, that totally it, it's does. Not easy. Uh, w- it's not easy. No, no, it's not easy. What, what, I mean, what I'd be as like a, 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 as someone following along that is like into the world and like, um, I'd be, I'd be cool. I mean, I know that you're probably doing some of this, but like just following the journey, like the BTS, like I know it's like, it's like hard to capture that. Like, yeah, but like, just like, like um vlog style it doesn't even have to be like a full minute you know it's like 30 second clips like all right this is the logo this is the logo i throw right. away every single one of these uh and this right. is why I did it. just like quick little snippets of that and then like over like a span of like just building the whole thing it'll be really cool to see like 
the full storage unit with all the bags and like and yeah, like yeah, yeah. the shipping orders coming in and like you exactly. know that whole kind of and then you make a transformation video, then you cut me in ten percent, and then we were good. <laughs> Dude, I love that. I gotta, I gotta hire you, bro. I gotta hire you for more yeah. ideas. That's what I'm That's saying. Uh, this is like kind of a. It was. This is like a, a job. Uh, this is actually a job interview, guys. This is a job uh, interview. Just, you know, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna yeah. start transition. Now. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. Uh, but so team wise, like uh, I th you texted me before I te uh, I was like, I sent, I sent Zach a, a voice note and I was like, all right, what do you want to talk about on the show? And one of the topics was operating as a CEO. So yeah. is, is, is part of, when you say scale back the other business, is yeah. that coming from like operating like a CEO? You're kind of delegating some things uh, where other people are kind of taking some of the load or well, you, it's just a whole different no like, like offer that the business is yeah no I, I completely pivoted offers just because that if you want to call it a vehicle that program just wasn't fulfilling me it wasn't giving me what i needed if yep. it did you know i would have just squeezed myself out gotten more help and just continued to push that but it, it just didn't feel like it was something that i really wanted to to continue so scaling back you know, I'm doing the thing that I, you know, teach other people not to do, which is, you know, do something that's not scalable. Um, <laughs> well, actually, I should it, say, it, yeah, do, parts the of it scalable. do the unscalable yeah. until you can't. Yeah. Um, but it's just giving, it, it really is giving me just brain space. And, um, yeah. and, that, and that's really, really what I wanted. And it's super fulfilling too. But, you know, just a side note, like if you're creating a new product or a service, you always want to start with one-on-one -on -one to prove your concept before you start to, you know, level it up and, and take it further, yep. you know? So, uh, and then yeah. what are some ways that content creators, uh, think more like employees, but should be operating as a CEO? Yeah. So you've got, I think you've got a few different uh, types. Um, you've got the employee, you've got the freelancer, you've got the, the, the influencer, and then you've got the, the CEO. Um, yep. you know, the influencer is more obvious. They're the type of person that focuses on the content first. And that's all they do is focus on content, 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 try to score brand deals, but it's kind of like a dead end because, if they stop creating content or, you know, the brand deals dry up and, you know, what are you left with? And then it's the same, yep. the same thing with the freelancer too. It's like, you know, a lot of freelancers that I work with are doing random projects, random budgets, and there's no real identity of their brand. Like what is the, what is the problem that they're solving? Is it repeatable? Are they getting the same result for the client over and over again? It's just kind of at random, and then they're curating their services to match that specific client, and then you know they've got all these different types of clients, and it just becomes exhausting. Um, and they have to continue to get a new client again and again and again to keep this thing going, and it just creates this feeling of a hamster wheel versus creating something that is expected, creating either like a retainer format or like a membership of some sort. And that's kind of where you're putting on your CEO 
cap where it's like, I want to create certainty for myself. I want, you know, I want to think with the end in mind, what does that mean desirable or what does that mean painful problem that I want to solve for people? What's super desirable? And I'm just going to hone in and create one service based around that and, and just scale that. And, and anybody else that comes into my world, I'll have that choice of saying yes or no. But most of the time, no, it's like, this is what I have, take it or leave it. And it just, it just creates a life of very little resistance and stress. Yeah. Is, you know? Yeah. No. So, so you, you, when you, uh, so the, that, that's a, that's a great to highlight those three different kind of routes. And I'm curious, do you have a team of any sort when building this stuff? Or are you completely solo or is it just like, depending on the project, you might hire some contracted work? When I, when I was doing that stuff or, yeah. or what are you talking about? Or, yeah. Yeah. When you were, um, when you were doing the coaching, uh, and then where you're at now, like yeah, a so VA I, or like. So I have a VA it, and a content yeah. creator. Yeah. Yeah. VA okay. and a content creator. Um, yeah. I had someone help me with the customer journey experience as well. Um, and that's, yeah, that's pretty much it. The VA, the VA. Uh, well, okay. S- say someone uh, is is they they ho- they host a podcast. It's getting some good traction. They have a little bit of money to invest in it. <laughs> sure, um, sure. I don't know this person, but where would they? Where would they? Uh, like, if you were to offload some of the work, like, like how would you coach someone that you're coaching to like start thinking about like figuring out what to offload first? Is it the content creator? Is it a VA? Is it is it something else? I I think it I think it's based on the person. Yeah. So one of the things and their that strengths. I love, yeah yeah and and what is it that you love to do like what what's your zone of genius right probably heard that a hundred times but yeah um, what's your zone of genius? Oh man, I've been asked that in a while. Um, my zone of genius, I think, is storytelling. Uh, I think. I think it's taking something that someone's trying to say and make it attractive to other people to engage with. I think, I, dude, that I that's mean, I, that's that does not come easy to a lot of people. Like, so no, I, I like if that is like your area, like like that is absolutely a zone of genius. Uh, yeah. I'm sure you have a couple, but like that sure. is something that I noticed that it's just it's hard for people to like package stuff in a way that is in us like connects with other people, you know? And, and right. that's like the core of the core of I mean, communicating a business, a product, an idea, like anything content. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of creators, there's a lot of creators listening to this podcast. So, I mean, it's so Dude, easy tons, to take millions. It's it's so easy. <laughs> it's so easy to take those skill sets for granted. Right. But, Oh my man. gosh. Like I was, I was just in a mastermind the other day. I was speaking about TikTok at a mastermind with all multi seven figure earners, and they're like looking at me like, "I need fucking help," you know. And and they don't know what they're doing. They're you know they're relying on mainly ads to run their business. And I'm like, yo, if you just honed in a little bit on oh. storytelling and and starting to learn like the culture of these platforms, like. Organic content, it's is you know it's king because then you don't have to rely on paid advertising as much, and then, um, and then yep you you you, you, know, you don't have to spend as much on 
on paid ads because if it does well organically, it's going to do way better paid. And so, yeah, yeah. I mean, that was just such an eye opener because even at that level, there's just so many opportunity for for creators uh, in in that kind of environment where they can, you know, really help these business owners. You know, that that's how I started my whole like career. Really, I don't know if you knew this, but I, you know, when I was freelancing, I worked for I don't know if you know Lewis Howes, but I worked for him for free, and uh, and he, I mean, he has one of the biggest networks ever. And I was in his yeah, not bigger than mine. <laughs> <laughs> maybe not. Maybe not. Maybe not. No, no, um, no, no, no. I, I'm obviously playing. I'm obviously playing. I, I, maybe not. Maybe not. <laughs> I'm, I, I'm um, playing. I'm playing. Um, uh, but yeah, keep, keep going. Keep going. But, but yeah. It. So so I worked for him for free, and and you know went to his mastermind as a as a videographer i was the only creator yep. there you know the entry point to get in is 40 grand you got to be a seven figure earner and i'm the only content creator there in a room of people that need fucking help <laughs> with content <laughs> yeah yeah so boom, yeah there's my business right there and then yeah it just kept it going so yo mass, mastermind's yo, great strategy yo well, well the, talk about strategy uh my uh all right dude we, we totally got off all right so I, i'm yeah, gonna sorry. bring this subject back up <laughs> we i i said i said what would you you said based on your zone of genius which i think is um which i can relate to so like it let's just say it's for my podcast uh I, i'm like i'm like what do i even tell a va to do you know like what like if i were to hire a va like i don't even know what to start like yeah. i know that there's tons of stuff i don't like doing but yeah, yeah, yeah. like I, I got an creating exercise. that system yeah yeah, yeah. It's it's super simple. You literally write out every single thing you have to do. And it's so yeah. tedious and it's just it's you know might it's take annoying. a couple of days. Like yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean maybe maybe not a couple of days, but maybe I, an afternoon. You know, for for the for the scatterbrain types. <laughs> okay. Put on some binaural beats and just yeah, yeah, crank yeah. it out in an afternoon. Uh, okay, um, okay, cool, cool. Yeah. Right. List out everything, everything you have to do within whatever it is that you're doing, but then all the tedious little tasks within those things, like, you know, creating a YouTube video. I mean, there's what, like 50 little tiny tasks that you got to complete just to get that thing up there. So when you lay it all out, then you can clearly look at this and ask yourself, how can I, you know, automate, delegate or delete this? from my life and start there yep. and that's yeah. a that's a great exercise for anyone that's listening to and uh, yeah yeah so all those things that you wrote down figure out the shit that you don't like figure out the shit that is easy to give a va give somebody to take that off your plate um and and start there and that's what and, i would do and then some something that i've noticed too because uh what I've realized is that there's like I was talking about operating like a CEO where it's like there's uh there's there's people that like you can the, the goal is to work with people who complement each other's strengths <laughs> and, and yeah. like a CEO is good at like seeing other people's strengths and putting them in place where like that gives them energy. You know, they like, they love organizational <laughs> type, you know, figuring out processes, you know, uh, creating the systems behind the, you know, the creator brand. Right. Yeah. 
I, there's a there's a really good book uh, called Traction. Um, I don't know if you've read that one, Gino. I haven't. I've read the summary. Gino Whitman. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. That's a that's a good one. You know, it's like it's pretty high level, but I mean, again, start with the end in mind. At least read it just so you have that within you, and you can start putting those pieces together, even at like a small scale. You know, maybe you can't hire someone you know, full time and have that number two right by your side. But, you know, you can have that VA yeah. and start implementing some of these systems and, you know, meetings and things like that. Yeah. And and if you're uh if you're listening to this show and you are like you're like, I feel like that's a great opportunity for someone that like wants to be in this world but they don't necessarily want to be on camera, you could get one creator client that like has some revenue coming in, use them as a case study get two more and like kind of have all your systems in place as a, you know, you could rebrand VA virtual assistant to like creator executive, you know, like executive yeah. creator partner or something. And Dude, I feel like that's a, that's a big need for the, you know, creators because like they don't necessarily need management. They need someone to like help, like, like uh, contain just, them. Yes. Yeah. Contain, contain them, scale their, their ideas. ideas. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I think there's something there. Um, you you talked about going to the mastermind too. I'm going to jump back to that subject because I think it's a great point. My buddy talks about that a lot. Uh, he started as a photographer yeah. and he was like, yo, I'm not a photographer. Like he was like, I'm using this to get, like he got it. He was like, I'm using this to build relationships. Like, and we always talk oh about God. how like taking nice photos of people or getting nice video is the cheat code because you get the video. You're like at an event, you're at the mastermind, you get a photo of such and such and such and such. And then you say, hey, what's your email? I'll, I'll send this to you. And then you right. build a relationship right. there. And he would just keep doing that and then have all of these relationships of these people that like liked him because they gave him this this free asset. And then, you know, whether you use it, like whether you whatever you want to do with those relationships, like, you know, like some of them, mm -hmm. like, kinda, you know, might not lead anywhere. But still, it's like you're it's the perfect way to provide value, build a relationship and like be someone that people want to have around. A hundred percent. That's hilarious. So your buddy, he's not a photographer, but he said he's just going to do this and, and just build up his he, network of people. He, he, well, he, he, he was more of like a, like a videographer. Um, okay. And, gotcha. and like, he saw the photos as a way, as like a quick, uh, as a quick way to connect with, you know, gotcha. make strategic connections. And, but he's he's not he doesn't consider himself he's he's actually more of like a business CEO mindset right now. Sure. Uh, he's like building businesses, but he was like that's something I remember we we had that conversation early on. I was like you're you're so right. Like it's such a like pull up yeah, to any freaking thing that you want to build. Like go to yeah. you know find big creators putting on a fun event. Pull up with like a nice camera. I guess everyone nowadays I don't know how much that hits because all cameras are pretty much nice right. cameras. Right. And this was about right. five years ago when he was saying that. Or maybe um, just a different not, bubble, you know? It exactly. Doesn't have to be other exactly. creators, but you know, people that aren't used to that world yeah. just yet, you know. Yeah. I, I I mean my my whole network is is from doing that, but I did it as a job, you know. That was my yeah. thing. It, it, you, you got paid to build I your network. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, like you hear other creators talk about that all the time. Like, oh, I can't believe where how my camera took me into this room or got me here. You know, you you read those captions from creators all the time. All the time. All the, all time. the time. It's yeah. a great skill set to have. People are always looking for people to 
uh, that can help them capture like what their strengths are and help them share it with the world, especially creators and influencers. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, so I I got a question uh, around. Uh, I love the idea of op- the CEO mindset. I'm going to keep coming back to that. Mm-hmm. Um, the CEO mindset as a creator. Now, wh- is, is there any mindsets around money that we could talk to creators about? Because I, I I noticed the one thing that like happens for people. They're like, why am I making the same video that I made at a thousand followers? Now I'm at a hundred thousand, but this company is paying me. Like I'm not working any harder. I'm not doing anything more. But this company is paying me twenty times more, and they're like it like kind of breaks people's brains. <laughs> Uh, is there any mindsets around money that that can help someone think about just sort of like that shift in like uh, how money should be connected to your your work as a creator? I don't know. What, what do you mean by that more specifically? Okay, I, I need so help with that. well, this is yeah, 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 yeah. No, that, that's a that's a, a great question because it, it, I, I kind of went all over the place with it. Um, so like the the employee mindset is I show up to my job. I'm there for eight hours and I get this paycheck for the time that I was there. Once right. you start creating online, I feel like some people can almost resist it at the beginning because they feel like they don't deserve it. Like it, like once they start getting an audience and like, like for you right now, like an example is you're building your bag brand up now. You're doing mm-hmm. a lot on the front end, but like money's going to start coming in on the back end that like isn't directly related to like you punching in and punching out. <laughs> you know, right. it's like, it's, it's right. like, it's like, uh, I don't know. Like we don't even need to solve anything with it. I, it. It was just something that I've noticed for creative people that yeah, I, they, dude, they'll, they'll, they, they like sometimes even try to find a way to self. Like there's some self sabotage around it. Like oh, I don't deserve this, uh, but they're still like they don't realize that it's not about like how hard you worked on it. Uh, right. That, right. That like makes you deserving of this. This. This this exchange i i i've been doing this so long where i'm like i'm kind of i'm used to it around money i think a lot of people have a worthiness issue and they self-sabotage it um you you have to redefine what money is really um you know it's it's this thing that's not even it's not real it's you gotta start you gotta think about it as as just an exchange of value okay so so this is this is this is something business outcome so i think that like um i, I follow the uh chris doe you know chris doe from yeah, the yeah, future yeah and and, and blair ends and they talk about i think like when you're pricing like to keep coming back to the business outcome and it's not about like the it's not about the like i i don't know i feel like we're all we're trained to be like okay if i i clock in and this is the return. Like it's like a vending machine. Right. <laughs> like right. like I do this, and like this is what the world gives me. But he's but they have you reposition on like the business outcome you're bringing to people. So right, even though Time you're making and even yeah, even though that podcast for me right right now, the, this is, this is something that kind of trips my mind sometimes. Right, the podcast is easier for me to create now. The yeah. podcast, I. I'm better at the conversations. My network is getting stronger, but I'm getting more money for it, <laughs> right? Like, right. like, like you know what I'm saying. So the the hard work, like the all most of the hard work and like the challenging with stuff was at the beginning. I mean, now it's like hard to actually grow and scale the show. And I'm and, and trust me, guys, like I'm not like 
making a boatload from the show, but like HubSpot, there is an exchange between, you know, HubSpot, like me being part sure. of the HubSpot podcast network. Sure. For me, I'm like, it's easier now. Like I, right. I have a network now, I'm better equipped. Like that can trip people's mind, at least mine, you know, at the beginning of like when money was coming in. So I think like getting to the business outcome, like I didn't have any listen. I had 10 listeners. So there was no business outcome for them. Like no one's hearing their stuff. It's not that right. I'm working harder or less. It's now... I have more of an audience and there's a business outcome attached for them who's trying to build their podcast network. You're also better at communicating. You're better at delivering the product. You know, everything is faster. Um, you know, Chris Doe always talks about how, you know, why would a company, why, why would you charge, you know, an hourly rate when I can get it done in half the time and get you a hundred X result. Right. So, it's it's all about Bro. the perceived value of the product. That's what it is, you know. That's one of his best videos where he says he was like, "Wait, so if you, paying me hourly actually incentivizes the freelancer to not be as good?" <laughs> you it, know? it doesn't make like, any sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The freelancer that is incentivized to take four weeks instead of the two days that it could have and like he said do right. you value speed do you like what do you value in this and uh yeah, yeah. you know yeah like uh that that's a i, I love the way it, it, chris doe he can talk about it and articulate it way better than i can uh obviously if you haven't you probably have seen his youtube channel but i i always whenever i'm talking to any freelancer i i uh and they're talking about like oh what should i price i i i try to point them to the conversations that he's had with Blair Ends. So Chris Doe and Blair Ends, they did a whole series on pr on pricing, mm -hmm. and it's fantastic. So, yeah, definitely check that out. Uh, but, yeah, man. Uh, so, okay, n now so we're talking about, like, those are the freelancer exchanges. Let's talk about what you've learned in digital products and whether it's been you or through the people that you coach. Mm -hmm. uh, where, where do you get started with the digital product? Uh, is it is it the coaching? Is it the freebie? Is it a little bit of both? Is it the content that you create? Yeah. Uh, how, how, where do you get started with that first digital product? Yeah. Wow. I mean, for me, it, it's it's all about it's all about starting with the one on one. You know, if you if you think you have some kind of problem that is that people want solved, if there's if you see something in the marketplace, you I mean, a great little cheat code is just looking at your, the younger version of you and some of the things that you've struggled with. I'm sure you've heard that before, but you always it's, want... It's such a good framework. It's a great framework, yeah. You always want to start with one-on-one. -on -one. I started backwards. I started with a course, which is exponentially harder to do um, and made a lot of mistakes uh, because, you know... Everything that I, every decision I made was just kind of based off of scarcity. You know, I didn't really know what I was doing. I was just trying to get more people, more, 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 without really figuring out what is my process. What is what? How am I taking the the customer, the my person, from point A to point B? Um, you know, there's all these there's all these holes. Um, and I like if you were to look at your business as a bucket. You know, you start off with a ton of holes and if you're going to just keep dumping traffic and just keep dumping more and more people, you're going to waste so much opportunity. You know, I, I wish I changed my, my philosophy 
to every single customer or client is a massive opportunity. And, and, you know, trying to think about if, if there was no social media, if there was, if this one person, this one customer, whether it was for like a $20 product or like a thousand bucks or whatever, how could I get more of those people through just this person? What could I do? Uh-huh. What, what kind of unique experience could I create? Um, but getting back to the question, yeah, one-on-one and, and really just taking your time with it. I think it's so easy to, to get into that race of like, you know, I got to scale, you know, I got to, you know, uh, run Facebook ads and Instagram ads and, and all that when you really want to take things slow, find out, okay, is this something that's actually desirable? And you'll know just based off of selling it, you know, most people will build something and then go to sell it and then they hear crickets and then they give up when you just want to sell it see if people buy it then you make it and then you go Uh from there yeah which i know you've heard um and so yeah once you've got something once you've got something that people have actually paid for taking it slow making sure that they get you know a repeatable result and then you can go from there yeah, and and then what uh is is there any platforms that you recommend for people that to host their digital products? Um, I mean, I love Kajabi. So many people don't want to pay for it. Um, they go for I think Gumroad is like the new popular yeah. one. But in my opinion, that's just kind of setting you up for failure because they take a percentage. The only reason why they don't use a platform like Kajabi is because they don't want to you know, pay for those fees. Um, I don't want anybody taking a percentage of, of what I do. Cause you know, what if you do a hundred thousand dollar launch, you know, that's yep. just kind of where my mindset goes. Most people go to, well, what if this flops? Then I got to pay for this service. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And that's their gut reaction. Well, I'm like, okay, then you know, why, why <laughs> it, are you, why are you starting this to fail? <laughs> yeah. 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 That's a great you know? point. That's a great yeah. point. So, yeah, I, I, I'm a big Kajabi guy. I've, I've been using it for a long time. Yeah. And then uh, you have, um, when you're making content right now, are you all iPhone right now? I'm all iPhone. Yeah, I sold all my filmmaking gear. Yeah. And, yeah, I sold it all. Now we got Adobe AI, and now I don't even need a professional mic anymore. It's great. <laughs> Wait, the, the, the Enhance? The... Yeah, have you played with that? Yeah, dude, I use it for the I use it for the show. Yeah, it's incredible. Adobe Enhance. It's yeah. like the yeah, yeah, dude, it, it's great. It, it's gonna fix the jacked up audio from your end right now. <laughs> exactly. That's why I didn't grab my uh, my mic because I, I was hoping you were gonna yeah. use it. <laughs> yeah. Yo. Uh, okay. So if someone wants to work with you, they they say okay. I can provide value to this to the bag company that he's starting. This is exciting to me. Hey, hey. Uh, uh, where's where, where where can they go? Uh, go to my Instagram. Yeah, just go to yeah. at Zach Rabbits, Z A C K K R A V I T S. Yeah, Re- reach out to him. Talk to talk to him about the the skills that you have, and then also if people just want to just consume your content, is it also the what what channel do we, we want to send them to? Yeah, Instagram, like, what, what, TikTok, Instagram. Yeah, I'm big on TikTok. Um, I'm starting to come Zach back. Zach Kravitz at Zach Kravitz. I'm starting to come back onto YouTube. I'm still you know, figuring out the the whole YouTube thing um, and, and just Dude. how I'm going to work that out. So, 
Yeah. Let, let's, yeah, I think, have, right, I'm not going to go off on a tangent, but I am. Um, have you posted your shorts to, like, that you've do, done on TikTok or to I, YouTube I'm shorts? To. I'm starting to. Yeah. Yeah, I'm starting to drip them I, out. I, I would love to see them scheduled out and just in like I, I'm. I would love to study it once they're up too. Like, what's yeah. Your, like I don't know. I geek. I geek out about that stuff, especially since I think they're totally figuring it out right now. Like they don't know how consumers like are are, are trying to use the app. They don't know how creators are going to use it, and I, I think it's kind of um. There's a lot to learn in that space right now. I, I actually have this idea. I'm like, yo, someone could because there's a lot of hype around YouTube Shorts right now. Someone could study that for three months and be the expert in YouTube shorts. That's the exciting thing about like how uh, about today's day and age. Like you could be an expert YouTube short marketing mind, right? And it's only be studying it for three months because of how quickly stuff changes because of how, you know, like new features are there. Like you could become the go to like if you're like, oh, I want to start a side business. I'm going to start a productized service around where I do consulting for YouTube shorts only. Like you could become the top one percent in doing that if like you just decided i don't know i think that go was a niche man a, a, go niche yeah you go crazy niche crazy niche you know yeah. there's so many things like yeah youtube shorts you know tiktok you know yeah the it, oh you could be like i specialize in fitness brands on youtube shorts like like exactly. people like those fitness brands that have bags they'll come to you because like yo like he definitely knows this space and like you know it's, right. it's wild because it's changing so quickly you know people look at me as like you hear me asking questions on this show to people like I'm a beginner every single day like that I think that's the only reason why people look at me as like people come to me as an expert in shorts because I'm constantly being like yo the platform's very different than when I was on it a year ago so I'm talking to people that are testing new formats trying new things like all the time and I think as a creator as a freelancer like that's the that's the mindset that I, I don't know. I've I found to be, you know, fairly useful is, is yeah. as far as like um, constantly treating it with a beginner's mindset, because as soon as you're like, oh, I figured it out, like, yo, they're going to switch it. <laughs> they're going to switch right. it up. So you got to constantly be looking around. These platforms are so quick. And, and you know, again, getting back to that moment that I had at that mastermind, it was just such a big realization of, you know, these business owners need creators, man. They, yeah. They, like just the just understanding how things work and the algorithm and and just you know um, telling that story taking taking a brand's vision and and just like you were doing you know coming up with just these quick little ideas you know creators take that for granted so much and yet you know there's someone out there that still doesn't know how to post on Instagram that has a lot of money so <laughs> yeah, yeah, something yeah. to think about and that could, and that could be your money um, yeah, exactly. yo. Yo, thanks for coming on the show. This was uh, so fun to jam out. Thanks, uh, Go check out uh, Zach on on socials. Watch his uh, watch his bag, his company be built real time, real time, uh, and and get some inspiration from the way he approaches his content uh, because it's it's he's one of my favorite creators. And uh, Zach, thanks for coming on the show. Appreciate that, man. Thanks for having me.